All right, welcome back to Noob School. You've you've come to a a good episode. I got to tell you, um, this is the place you come to hear interviews with people who have done great in business that happen to have started out in sales. So we're trying to dial it back and find out how they started, why they started, what they did well, what they wouldn't do the next time, uh, and then also just some general business advice from things they've learned over time. And today, uh, I've kind of, sports vernacular, kind of hit a home run because I've got one of the most successful people, uh, I would say, in the state of South Carolina, Leighton Cubbage, um, who's been a friend a long time. Uh, Leighton was a great football player um, <laughs> through, 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 through high school, <laughs> won a state championship, yeah. and then went on to play for the Clemson Tigers, ran down the hill yeah, yeah, got that. four years. Yeah, four. Uh, mm-hmm. And then somehow took that comp that that, that comp com- competitive thing and took it to the world of sales. So uh Layton, I know you're a busy man. Thank you for being here today. It's my pleasure. Good. Yeah. So the first question is coming out of Clemson, was was AT&T your first job? No, no. I um I I came out of Clemson I uh, my last day of football, I went over and I, I needed a job. So I walked in a pizza place that, that a, a guy in a political science class had told me about. And he said, uh, go to Chanello's Pizza and you can make like 18% of whatever you deliver. Hmm. I said, oh, my God, I'm, I'm going to be broke, totally broke. So I went over there and I said, listen, I need a job. And the guy said, can you start right now? I hmm. said, yes. Yeah. And so ended up being a, a pizza delivery guy. Uh, as I was still trying to get out of college and ultimately went down to Columbia and started a couple pizza restaurants. No kidding. Yeah. I didn't know that part of the yeah. story. Gosh, I'm going to have to talk to our research department on this. I should have, <laughs> should have been told this information. So you got in the pizza business while you were still at Clemson. Yeah. And then opened right. up a few in Columbia. Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. And then how did that go? It was great. It was like uh, – um, the the business we were the first people in Columbia to deliver pizzas, and we were close to the U- University of South Carolina. Yeah. So it exploded, and it was just absolutely crazy. Uh-huh. And so um, I worked seven days a week. You know, we were open on Sundays, Saturdays, and um, uh, my first wife uh, took a vacation and said she's not coming back till I got out of it. So. Um, <laughs> I had some money in the bank, and I had bought a little small house, and I told everybody I was retired. Uh-huh. And then my mother comes driving over from Sumter and, and while I'm retired, sitting in the house, and she goes, what are you doing? You're an idiot. And I said, I'm retired. She said, you don't have enough money retired. You're 20-some years old. I said, okay. She said, I'm getting you a job. And my mother got <laughs> went back to Sumter and called a friend of hers, and, and – uh, they made me uh, a manager in a paint store, oh Southern Coatings paint store on, on Rosewood Drive, <clears throat> which was kind of nuts. And, um, and I, I evolved into, into the carpet business because they were selling carpet. And I figured out how to sell carpet and, mm-hmm. and work with developers and stuff like that. And, um, and, and the Great Depression that happened down there, the, uh, when the interest rates went like 21% uh-huh. in the, in the – in the 70s. Um, Late 70s? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the um, the carpet stopped. So I was totally bankrupt. I lost uh, my car and 
Oh know, my everybody God. was booing me, you know, and I had, a, <laughs> had uh, in fact, uh, 1981 now, I remember. And so um, my, my wife at times said, you just need to get a real job and quit doing this carpet yeah. business. And so um, I got a, I saw, she saw an interview with ITT, International Telephone Telegraph, mm-hmm. and I went to the, to the, to the Sheraton in Greenville and had an interview with a guy. Mm-hmm. I've never been in sales. And the guy was, you know, just this guy from corporate New York. Yeah. He gave me this big, long talk. and But then he wanted to talk about Clemson football. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I, I played about as much as he did, you mm-hmm. know, in, in real games. Yeah. So, so he had this big he, – he liked me. And, and at the end of the interview, he told me that um, uh, the guy in the job the last time – had made seventy thousand, mm-hmm. seventy thousand a year, and seventy thousand would be like seven million. It mm-hmm. was just the biggest thing. Yeah. So I ended up calling the guy at home and uh, you know talking more to him. I looked him up, found him, and called yeah. him. And said, "Listen, I really need that job, but I'll go crazy." Yeah. And uh, that's kind of where the telecom thing started. Wow. So you went straight entrepreneur, bang bang. Yeah. Two times yeah. right after Clemson. Yeah. And the first one was remarkable. Yeah, it was. And the second yeah. one got hit by. Yeah, it was. It was. We were uh, one of the uh, biggest seller of Armstrong carpet and floor covering. But at the same time, um, I did no squat about how yeah. to run a business. Yeah. And, you know, it was all about, you know, getting more orders. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the world stopped, mm-hmm. you know. And you know they were there was nobody building houses or selling houses, so the carpet business stopped. No carpet. You know I had like four or five crews putting it in all day long everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And then the crews were coming to me going, we don't have any work. Yeah. And so, I, so. I think that's a, there's a lesson, kind of a hidden lesson there, for people that are very entrepreneurial like you and I are. And I had the same thing. I had a couple of things. It didn't work. Yeah. And I, I went to, I remember Clarence Balk night, and I said, hey, you know, I want to do something else, and I want to find another thing. And he's like, he goes, you know, you might just want to get a job for a year yeah. or two. Yeah. You know, just yeah. get insurance. Yeah. You know? I, I think people <laughs> that are, yeah, people that are kind of natural want to attack yeah. uh, entrepreneurs, sometimes we don't do our homework right. well enough. We go running it, you know. That's because somebody yeah, else yeah, yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, let's go hit some. Yeah, they right. They get it if but, we don't jump on it quick. Yeah, that's right. And right. uh, but there, like you that, know, those lessons are, are valuable. Well, they are. You know? So, all right. So, what age were you when you started with with telecom? I guess I was around twenty. Let's see, about twenty eight. Wow, like, twenty seven or twenty eight. Wow. Yeah, and it was it was great because International Telephone and Telegraph, they had a microwave tower group going where they could complete calls to like. 12 cities. Mm-hmm. So I'd walk in to, to sell somebody and say, do you call Atlanta? And everybody says, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I got something to help you. But they, they, uh, I was trained in, uh, in, in New York, Manhattan and, and Park Avenue and all that. And they were, had great training. Yeah. It was a brand new thing. Yeah. And, uh, so, and I was starving to death, you know? And so you're, I, you're I hustling. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'd say for, you know, when we're talking about the, you know, oriented toward the newbies, yeah. And, it's no, it's no, sh- sh- you know, it's no shame to be broke, but just don't stay broke, you just know. Don't stay you know, broke. and and uh, we would. Um, I was so intense in getting orders and making sure uh, that everything that I was going to compete with to be one of the tops that I would not even. Uh, I ate very few lunches. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't fill out the orders during the day when anybody was there. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, I was just kind of psycho about mm-hmm. it, and um, I, I I did well. I okay. did well there. And how many years were you there? About two and a half. So yeah, you yeah. nailed it. You learned it. Yeah. And then they broke up. Yeah. The, the yeah. And I and I tell you this too. This this is um had a had a boss that was kind of like the guy on uh, the office where mm-hmm. you would just that guy did everything like that. Yeah. You know, and he was. Uh, they were almost um, as I went up through the um, performance and stuff. He wanted to uh, stop me and make me smoother and more sophisticated and whatever. And, uh-huh. and he was always saying, you can't, you will not make this many sales if you don't blah, blah, blah. And he was just kind of uh, corporate yeah. uh, pressured, you yeah. know, and it was a real, real deal. And he, 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 not a, it wasn't a good guy. Yeah. You know? So I was a part of what ran you off. It was yeah, 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 big part of it, yeah. and and the other thing is just learning how to treat people. You know, mm-hmm. I remember you know um, the way that I was treated, and you know I was producing, but you know the guy wasn't real happy I was producing that much. You know, how how do you lead the nation, and you're from Spartanburg and Greenville? You know, mm-hmm. they they didn't like that, mm-hmm. and so, but I was, uh, you know, full on effort. Mm-hmm. Total effort, just no, no, nothing, nothing else but that. So, and how was you for the noobs? This is yeah. going, going back a couple of years, but <clears throat> you're out there trying to generate appointments with people that would be buying this service. Yeah. How would you get in the door? I think, I think um, the first thing is you got to have a bias for action. Mm-hmm. You can't talk yourself out of getting in the door. Mm-hmm. And more people stop themselves from picking up the phone or going to see somebody by what they're saying to themselves. <laughs> and so you, you know, oh, I gotta go get my car washed. I gotta get this done. I gotta no. You know yeah. what? We need to go see some people. Yeah. And sit and, and and quit confusing activity on your desk with being in front of a customer. Yeah. And and you've got to, you know, you've got to create the accurate mindset to be able to go. I'm going over to see them. You know, I'm going to enjoy seeing them. Mm-hmm. They're going to love me. Mm-hmm. What are you saying to yourself? Mm-hmm. We become what we think about. Yeah. Yeah. So watch your thoughts. Watch who you're around and get out there. Just go. Yeah. Just put one step in front of another. Make a list as a basic fundamental. Mm-hmm. Make a list and go see people and just go see them. Yeah. Hey, I don't know if I can help you, but you got a few minutes? Yeah. People appreciate that. Yeah. You know, if it's raining, go. Yeah. Uh, nobody else is going when it's raining. Yeah. It's even better time. It's go. better. Yeah. Go in there wet. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's great. That's a great. bias for action. A bias for action and, and, and showing up. Uh, yeah. I'm telling you, less and less people are showing up. Less and less people are even calling. Yeah. You know, it's like, I sent him an email. Right. Right. <laughs> he didn't answer my email. You know why? I tell you this. There's a there's a whole headwind that it's hard for someone to, to say no to you in your face, mm-hmm. but God, it's bad when they say no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got to get over it. Right. So so what people are doing now too much, they're letting technology be the buffer. Right. So would you like to do this? No. Well, no problem. I'll, let me check Facebook. Boom. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Man, if you want to say no to me, say no to me. Mm-hmm. I want to take the proposal over to meet with you. Yeah. And that's how you get more sales. Yeah. You don't get them hoping for them. Yeah, I love it. You're not a visitor. 
You're in sales. I love it. I love it. So a couple years there, crushed it, learned the business in Greenville, Spartanburg. Yeah. And then AT&T had to break up into Bell. It was right? International Telephone and Telegraph, ITT. Not not AT&T. Not, not, it wasn't, I wasn't AT&T. ITT was like a $25 billion company. And, so who broke up? Um AT&T and the Bell Operating Companies broke up, okay. and that was that gave us the, the 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 ability to compete. And so, did you when that happened? Obviously, you you saw it coming. They were talking about it. This might happen. Yeah. Were you already thinking this is the perfect time to go do something? Um, I the 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 next company I went with was called Tellman. That was backed by Build Arts of America, okay. and. Um, I, I got a job in being in charge of outside sales. And that, so Charlie. Charlie Hauser. Started that and yeah, split yeah, it off. Right, right. Okay. Right. And, so it, you and, went and the company went public and it was a wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Is that where Brother Dan worked? Um, was, he in the, was he in the next one? He, he was the next one. He okay. was in the next one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, okay. he was at CTG, Corporate Telemanagement Group. Okay. A so, Superman, a legend. Legend. <laughs> Well, yeah, he's a rhino. He's he is a rhino. Yeah, he's but we we were um, we were founded by Builder Marts of America, yeah. who had the biggest phone bill in South Carolina, or at least okay. one of them. Okay. And what happened is they raised the rates on the Watts lines, uh-huh. and our our um, CEO Richard Ingram uh-huh. wrote uh, the president of AT and T and saying, "We're going through a depression here in the economy." And you're you're our biggest vendor, and you've raised our rates right in the middle of this. Yeah. And the guy wrote back some arrogant, snappy, uh, you know, scholastic uh, letter. Yeah. And Richard Ingram goes, you know what? If they treat their biggest customer like that, guess what? We could kick their ass. Yeah. And you know what? We did. Yes, you we, did. And 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 for years later, I always thought about that. Yeah. How you treat your customers? Yeah. You know, you got to love your customers. Every one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So, just from a a new perspective, you know, Leighton uh, competed at Clemson Sports. He followed two entrepreneurial journeys, um, one more successful than the other, but he was going for it. <laughs> got, I would say, a real job in a real industry. Mm-hmm. Learned it, and I think you did so well that people like Charlie knew about you. They must have. Here's something embarrassing, but I'll, I'll tell it. Cause, <laughs> okay. You know, I've got a couple of buddies here yeah. too, and you'll yeah. laugh. But um, I wanted that job because I knew that, you know, I could do better living in South Carolina than ever moving to New York yeah. or whatever. And I knew their culture was a bunch of fake stuff. Yeah. You know, wear the red tie and the white suit, and and um, so when I went in to get the interview with the guy, Bud Stoner, uh-huh. I had a suitcase full of my trophies. So I decided that if he, if he was going to, um, he was going to, if he was looking like he didn't want to hire me or whatever, uh, you know, I was going to whip that thing out. So during the interview, I opened up my, my briefcase and goes, here's where I was number one. And, it, and if you knew Bud, you know, Bud goes, oh my God, look at this. He's t- <laughs> So you had, so I had the job. I got the job. So did you have to bring a trophy out. <laughs> yeah, I did. I brought them out. I brought them out. Didn't want to, you know. Didn't want to. Well, that's it's a good know. point for yeah. the, for the noobs. Is yeah, you know, you can you can be as enthusiastic as you want to, but Layton was backing it up. Yeah. You know, he had two and a half years of kicking ass out there, being number one in the nation. Had the trophies to prove it. Yeah. He deserved that job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was. Hey, listen, this is not pretty. Sometimes you've oh. got to ask for the business. Timid salespeople have skinny children. That's right. 
I love it. I love it. So follow along for the noobs. Now, VP of sales for a small, high-growth telecom company that's, that's going to do great. And that's where you really learned the business and became – you've got equity, yeah. got stock options and stuff like that. Yeah, I was director of sales. Director of sales. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that company got sold mm-hmm. tr- tremendously right. successfully. Mm-hmm. And then you guys, you and Charlie and some other people. No, it was no. an interim thing. Um, all this I had stuff. I had a, uh, a guy – um, that uh, was wanting me to come up to Nashville. Mm-hmm. And at the time, he was going to give me a comp plan that was worth like 100000 or something. I said, well, if you give me a salary of 100000 I'll come. Yeah. He said, you won't come otherwise. I said, nope. So he gave me 100000 mm-hmm. 100000 was like a million. Yeah. And so I got the salary, and I went up there, and they had this guy. The, the chairman of the board was a Harvard MBA and and when he I sat down with him, um, or he, he was the CEO of, of the thing. I sat down with him, and he started lecturing me on how to sell long distance. He never <laughs> sold long distance, and and he was like saying the budget. And he, I said, you know, how much would how much would a good salesman be able to do, you know, X? He goes, well, we're doubling that, and we're going to hire twenty people, and they're going to all do that. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy. And this guy had an office that had furniture in it from like museums mm-hmm. and the company was only doing like 20 million. So, so I, I, um, I began to realize that I, I was making a lot on a salary, but that, uh, I started coming back to Greenville and, yeah. and, um, that's kind of when CTG started. Yeah. So y'all took the knowledge <clears throat> success from Tellman. Mm-hmm. Some of those people started up a new yeah. company in the same type of field. That's right. Brought in a bunch of young, Aggressive salespeople. Great people. Some, some like my brother. Yeah, yeah. It's we we all said um, we're not trying to make great salespeople, but we'll find some. You'll and find when them. you find them, you know it. You yeah. Know? And then you get out of their way and uh, love them, praise them, and that's where it happens. And so, by that time, <clears throat> you'd moved up. Were you the president at that time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're the chief president. COO, president. Um, so again, this person for the noobs, this person who started out as a salesperson is now president, head of, you know, COO of a, of a, of a yeah. soon to be big company, but still a salesperson. You know what? Um, I've been a CEO and a chairman, and you better be able to sell. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, nothing happens if you don't sell. That's right. You know, and whether you're raising money or you're talking to customers or whatever, you know. And, you know, in the old days, selling had sort of a bad name. Yeah. Oh, you're a salesman. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, but now people understand that, yeah. you know, people do business with people. Yeah. It's not companies. Right. And so you got to go and pull them together. And and um, and that's how you persuade and grow uh, grow your business. Right. <clears throat> I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so what would you say, like, some of the best decisions that you made along the way? that have been helpful to your, your business career? You know, uh, you know, just saying the word, uh, the word, uh, Charlie Hauser, mm-hmm. Charlie Hauser is the kind of guy that you can trust, that you can believe in mm-hmm. and he will love you if you try mm-hmm. and he will treat you good. And, um, very similar, like Dabo Sweeney, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and and Charlie, Charlie allowed me to let my 
God-given natural abilities play. Mm-hmm. I never had that before. Hmm. Charlie would just go, God, Cub, you know, and he would, I'd do all this crazy stuff yeah. and everything, but he would love that. Right. And then he just, you know, he built this infrastructure where I felt safe and comfortable and, you know, I was, you know, we were partners, mm-hmm. but he's 10 years older than me and yeah. about 10 times smarter than me mm-hmm. and 10 times nicer and finer guy. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, the, the love he he put on me, I could give to anybody and I, and I could do whatever I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, he, he went on a boat uh, trip in February one time and all of us got together and we, we said, well, let's welcome him home so when he gets back because we've been here working. So we, we've... We, uh, we had a big barbecue, and we we took white sand and filled his office with sand. <laughs> it was a February day, and we all had Hawaiian clothes on and yeah. everything like that. So just crazy yeah. stuff, you know. So you so you're you're saying great decision, number one decision. Yeah, that was is firing, decision. finding, and attaching hey. yourself to a great right. bis- business mentor. Hey, get around the right people. Yeah. And you only got one life. Get away from the wrong people. Yeah, those wrong thoughts yeah. will drive you down. <laughs> I heard Eddie talking about you know, not even watching TV because hear the news. I mean, we so many people, you know, that's that's a nice shirt. But if I threw something on it, you you'd want to fight me. But mm-hmm. I could sit here and bitch and moan and be a whiny punk mm-hmm. and just ruin your head mm-hmm. with negative thoughts. Yeah, and you're like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. Well, why? You know. You got to get away from the wrong thoughts, yeah. and but then go toward the right thoughts. Yeah, you know, and that's that's big, big part of winning. Yeah, and it, and it sounds simple, and I, I remember hearing simple things like that when I was a noob, oh, yeah. and I, I would hear it, but I didn't really hear it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I right. kind of heard right. it, but I like yeah, 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 yeah. Like Zig yeah. Ziglar would say these yeah. things, and I would be like, mm. yeah. But that one is simple once you understand it. Yeah, it is so simple. I mean, when I hang around people like you, I hang around good strong, positive people, my life gets better. Yeah. And if I hang around the other ones, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, good. we become what we think about. Yeah. And so you can't go hang out with the the lowest level and just hang around and hear what they're doing and they're all, you know. Yeah. You gotta go, get away. And just stay by yourself if nothing else. Right. Right. You know. <laughs> just stay yeah. even. Hey. Just stay even. Eddie talked about gratitude. Yeah. Um, I've got a I've got a list on my phone right now. If I have if I have a little bit of a little twinge, a little something that's not right, I can read that list. The re- list is about forty things, mm. and I can read that list. And by the time You're I thankful get thankful for, yeah, and it says thank you, Lord, at the top. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, it's the health of my kids. My all those things. I I, I read that thing, and I'm ready to play. That's you smart. Know, put me in. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go. I love it. I love it. That's that's part of being able to put positive things in your head, like Eddie was talking about, versus letting negative things in. Right. That's that's wonderful. I've got something like that too that I look at every morning, like when I part of my morning yeah. checklist is all positive things. Um now all the different things, first of all, one crazy question. One time you and I were looking at a business for booking doctor's appointments or something, but I was gonna ask you, you were also looking at one that was like flying men. Like in the sky, yeah, out in yeah, Portland, yeah. Whatever yeah. happened with that? Um, my brother-in-law uh, actually built built this thing, and it was on CNN. Uh-huh. And he he was he was needing some uh, help on distribution, so that went pretty well for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he yeah. we've um, 
my wife uh, has had a company with him making toys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so they sell those things all around the world. In fact, the Chinese kind of stole it. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just one of the things yeah. I love about you, I mean, I love your story, obviously, and your friendship, but you're always looking at something new and willing to try something, just like you're willing to try the pizza business or the carpet business, you know, right at school. But yeah. I know now, um, I mean, one of the big things you're doing is Lakeside, Lakeside Lodge. Mm-hmm. Over at Clemson, mm-hmm. right? Yes, which is really cool. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. You, you tell tell the noobs about it. Probably a lot of them are Clemson fans. They probably know about it. Well, um, my partner Steve Mudge was also on the Clemson football team, right. and and we've been we've been together uh, over ten years in developing uh, projects and uh, turning things around. Yeah. But um, we got involved with one in Biltmore, the Biltmore yeah. residences, yeah. and we we. Um, Bought a bunch of that and took it over, and it it performed so well. We dreamed to have a one in Clemson, and, uh-huh. and uh, Steve called me one morning and said, "There's a big spot on the lake, and it's open. You want to do you want to do a Biltmore down here on the lake?" And I said, "Yep." <laughs> and so it's been really good it's, after uh, careful review. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's yeah, like a lot of analysis. Yeah, but but, but you but Clemson people go there. I mean, you go for any reason, but yeah. game day. They, they buy the condos. They yeah, stay there. Yeah. It's a condo hotel. Okay. And so, you you know, uh, you can have a unit there and you stay and you just pay for the cleanup. And then when you leave, somebody that night comes in and rents it for you. Okay. And so, you, you know, so all these old Clemson guys that have bought these units, are, mm-hmm. you know, they a lot of them can write checks for whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. But I told everybody, I said, I know when these guys start getting the checks in, they're going to not come here and stay. <laughs> and so, so they want the money. Yeah, they want the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I said, those old guys that were broke at Clemson and now they've done so well and everything, yeah. they, they, you know, one of them bought another unit just so he could let his big unit be rented. <laughs> so it's like, it's a, but it's a, it's, it's a profitable thing. It's a great investment for, for certain people. That's so, wonderful. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm very happy yeah, for thank you. you. All the noobs, if you're over at Clemson, check out the Lakeside Lodge. Yeah. Last question, Layton. Okay. Um, What's your favorite word? Love. Love. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. You got, you know, you got to love people. You got to love each other. You got to love yourself. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you got to love your customers. You got to love getting up. You got to, you got to love winning. Uh, you can go on and on. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, I, I like to, you know, probably if I see a, see this myself I'll, I'll be about to you know gag but and i want to say like god i was a tough linebacker but you know what <laughs> to hell with it. you know what love people yeah if you go out and treat people like you want to be treated mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna come to you and be with you you know yeah. help them reach their goals yeah my old man used to say you can't, you can't out give god hmm. you get in a given contest you're gonna get beat hmm. you know well that's a beautiful word, and thank you, uh, yeah. thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. This is a real honor to have you on the podcast. Love what you're doing. Thank, thank you. you, my friend. Thank Take you, care. Hey, it's John here. Thanks for listening today. Please check out noobschool.org. That's my website. That's where we have other videos and content that can help you get started in sales.